0: Now, check this out. A $4.3 million preschool in Christchurch is fully built, fully staffed, and has a wait list of kids, but it might never open. The Ministry of Education says the road noise would be an annoyance to children, and so it can't open up. It's sitting around 57 decibels. This is the, the, the road noise. And for context, a normal conversation is 60 decibels. With us now is Fiona Hughes, who's the Deputy Chief Executive at Best Start. The guy's behind it. Hi, Fiona. Hi. This is crazy, isn't it?
1: Well, we think so. and um, We certainly built a few in our time. And I've never encountered anything like it.
0: So tell me t- tell me how, how noisy this road is.
1: Well, it is a busy road. There's no doubt about that. Um, and I do understand that there was a time where there was a, a different access to quarry and there's a few more trucks that are travelling down that some road now. So it is a busy road and you certainly can hear some um some road noise from it, but um, we do consider that perhaps some of the children coming to uh, the centre possibly even live
0: on that road, so they'd probably be encountering that anyway. So, if is is it louder than you and I talking right now? Yes, it is. yeah. the road is. So we would not be able to hear ourselves talk, each other talking to each other, if we were standing outside.
1: Oh, you'd certainly be able to, we'd be able to hold a conversation, but we would be talking, you know, probably
0: a little elevated to be able to be heard appropriately. Do you think, Fiona, do you have kids? Uh, Yeah, I do. Okay, would you let your kids sit outside listening to this road?
1: I don't think that I'd have an issue with it, to be really honest. Um, You know, it is annoying. Um, I guess most road noise would be. But, um, you know, you're in an urban environment. It's really hard to control. Yeah. Um, what what is actually happening on the roadsides around you. And, you know, early childhood is a service that you really do need for children. A lot of time spent indoors as well as outdoors. Um, I don't think that I would be too concerned um, about, you know, a centre like that in, in an urban environment. There's so many already on that road. There are a couple of centres operating there.
0: What? So there are centres operating on the same road that you guys are not allowed to operate on?
1: Yes, there are. Um, You know, to be fair, a couple of them, um, one of them is very, very open to the road. In fact, with very open pool fencing, which is even more exposed to that noise than we are. The other one has probably got a building which is potentially just covering some of that noise and is a little less exposed, I would say, because the frontage of their playground is more towards the back of their property. Um, But there's a small portion that would be fronting onto that road.
0: Well, how is it that the that, that, that the one with the pool fencing is allowed to open and then you guys aren't? Have the rules changed in the meantime?
1: I don't believe they have. and We'll be able to um, consider some things around um, World Health Organisation guidelines. They're not actually a standard. There's no specific noise criterion you have to meet. Um, And we've undertaken monitoring and other things in terms of uh, remediating, um, you know, the the barriers to sound across the border, the boundary of the property. So we've really looked at ways in which we could mitigate the noise in any way possible. The rules have never changed. And in fact, we see those, you know, there's never been a specific thing to meet. So we found that really difficult to understand how now you can spend your money, get everybody in, and um, present your application to the Ministry of Education, only to see it declined because they're holding you to um, these criterion that really are not, um, you know, are not a box that you need to tick.
0: Okay, so so the world the World Health Organization has a kind of guideline for how loud things should be, but there is no there is no actual rule within the Ministry of Education.
1: No, so they take their advice from the Ministry of Health. So, um, you know, we have been working with the Ministry of Education to try yeah. and, you know, work through the issue. But one thing they make very clear is that we have to get a health report and that health report needs to be a clear one. And, um, you know, interestingly, we had a clear one. It wasn't until the Ministry of Education came to licence that they said, basically it sounds no- noisy out here, we might get health back. So our health report, which was clear, was then um, rescinded and that that was sort of where it all began.
0: Fiona, don't we have a shortage of these centres currently? Um, I think
1: there is actually, you know, there can be in parts of the country where there's an oversupply, there's undersupply in others. We do our due diligence. We make sure that wherever we're going, there is a need for that. I think that's demonstrated by the fact we have forty nine um families on the waiting list to go right. to Right, So there. so
0: I mean, so we're inconveniencing forty nine families who would probably just do anything to get their kids into a centre like this. this would it would be much easier for everybody if it was just allowed, right?
1: Yes, I believe so. I'm sure those families would be very delighted if we could open our doors.
0: Okay. So if they give you a yes, Fiona, could you open immediately? Yeah, we could. Um, Because you're basically ready to go, aren't you?
1: We essentially are, but the only thing that is really a little bit um, sad is that we had employed all of our staff as well two years ago um, in order to get the licence, and we've had to move those people into other jobs. Luckily, we're an organisation that can do that, but we'd have to re-employ people to be able to open our doors immediately, so that would take a little while.
0: Right. Well, is there anything that you can do?
1: Well, I'm I'm attempting some conversations with the ministry at the moment. I have not been much like yet, but I hope to. (laughs) Um, and to see whether or not we can facilitate a way in which we can move forward. I'm a little concerned, um, principally because I've since learned um, just this afternoon, actually, um, from one of our acoustic specialists that he's aware of four other centres that are battling exactly the same problem and uh, different parts of the country. Um, So I'm a little concerned that there's a a wave of interest in noise that there never has been before and um, and also that there's one specialist that's being used to... um, to identify that. So I guess there's a discussion between acoustic specialists because our specialists disagree with theirs. It's, you know, a bit of an arm wrestle and um, technical. Good luck.
0: Yeah. Good luck, Fiona. You're going to need it. Fiona Hughes, the Deputy Chief Executive at Best Start.